Hello and welcome to the Paddle School Podcast. Your host and paddle coach Sandy here. Each episode I will share with you my paddle coaching experience, bringing you top tips, latest news from around the world and interviewing some of the leaders in the industry and all to help you play your best paddle. So let's not waste any more time, get comfortable and enjoy the episode. Sandy, we are back on the podcast couch. I'm excited. Good to be back, isn't it? It's always good to be back on this couch with you. And this week we are going to be talking about plateauing. So improvement plateaus with players. It's something that comes up a lot. Players reach out to us and say, I've hit a bit of a plateau and how do I get out of it? And so this week we're going to talk about that topic. Yeah, and I think it's it's something that we see a lot and it's a you know, a, a plus and a, a negative with the sport in that it's so easy to pick up that people, you know, learn very quickly. They they enjoy the game. The technique is not too difficult and they improve at the beginning because they're playing with the walls and they're playing with different players and they get a good understanding tactically of the game. And then they reach a point where their game levels off. They feel like they don't improve. They They don't kind of keep that consistency in their game and and that is essentially the plateau it's 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 where their their level does you know does not continue to to improve typically it, we see it with players who have started playing and then they start to get competitive don't they? they they enjoy the sport get addicted to the sport they play for some time but then when they want to beat their friends or compete in tournaments that's when they really notice that they aren't improving at the the rate they'd like to yeah, and we have interviewed a lot of players over the time, partly for our platform and partly, um, you know, just to really understand our, our audience. And often people don't think that they're going to pursue the sport. They play it for the first time with their friends. Someone's introduced them. They think, oh, I'll give that a go. And they, they go on court. They have a bit of fun. And at that point, they aren't thinking this is the sport for me. I'm not going to, you know, spend my next however many years improving my my level in paddle. They're just thinking I'm there for a good time. And then what happens is someone invites them back or they they decide to book another court and, you know, the next week and the week after and the week after. And and gradually they get more and more involved in the sport. And then down the line, they suddenly say, right, well, I I really want to improve my game or continue improve my game or like you say play tournaments compete with their friends and and this is where it's so different from from tennis I mean no one has ever got to a point where they're competing in a tournament in tennis without having had a lesson I mean it just doesn't it doesn't work that way around and so the audience is just at a slightly different stage for paddle and and this is you know this this is where they 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 get a bit stuck when it comes to plateaus for players there are probably two aspects to this. The, the first is how do you avoid them in the first place? And the second is if you're in one, how do you break out of it? So should we start with the first one? So for all players, new players to the game, how do you avoid getting into a plateau in the first place? Yeah, and I think this is this is the, the thing that needs to be considered from the beginning in any sport, right? Like it's not just in paddle, but... Um, you know, specifically in paddle, you're learning the game and it's getting the right technical instruction to play at a tactical level that you want to play at. You know, so their tactics and, and understanding the game is improving as they play all the time. But it's it's the technique, understanding and developing the technique 
constantly through the journey and and you know what it's like playing at a high level and it was the the same in tennis even at a very high level the pros the world paddle tour players will be almost refining little bits about their technique all the time in order to just get a marginal edge now for them you know a a one percent increase on their smash can make you know, the difference in a match. We're not talking about that at the recreational level. We're talking, you know, almost avoiding mistakes for, for most players. But, you know, the idea is that you you need that technical instruction in order to avo- avoid this, this plateau. So what we're saying is then for new players, getting that instruction early in their paddle, not just picking up a racket, playing for months, sometimes years, without any kind of instruction... Getting that instruction at the start is what you need to do to avoid plateaus in the future. Yeah, and I don't think it needs to be the very first day you pick up a racket. I mean, we can't... That would be fantastic to have players that have, you know, for the first time they're on court and we we can mould them immediately would be great. But realistically, if we can get players that have started paddle and they're within the first couple of months of playing, then that's good enough in order to make those those adaptations. Now, something that players ask us then is they say, is the best thing in-person coaching? Because we're, we're talking about instruction here, but, you know, is, is the best route only in-person coaching? Or, you know, fr- from our side, we strongly believe that online coaching can be a very useful resource for players to use to help themselves. And it's still receiving that high-quality instruction that they need in their journey. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, let's face it. I mean, right now in the world of paddle, it's difficult to access good coaching wherever you are. Even if you're in Spain, it's difficult to access good coaching. You know, there's a lot of coaches, but there are not a lot of good coaches. And so to access good coaching is, as that is difficult, you know, the the online kind of fills that that spot nicely because you know look at look at what we're doing with our platform i mean we're coaching players all over europe in the us in in asia i mean we've got you know players in australia that that are working on their game along you know according to the tips or the, the technical breakdowns that that we're giving and so not only is it good if you don't have access to a coach but even if you do have access to a good coach it's this hybrid model of you know, working on your game because often a coach, you know, they spend an hour with a player and then the player will go away and and spend a few weeks playing with friends and come back for another hour's lesson in however much time. And, And the problem is that in that time, it's developing those bad habits. And so, I mean, that's exactly why we set up the platform the way we did so that we have a shot fixer video analysis within our community players sending in their videos we have courses and roadmaps and and everything like that to to really continue that journey you know it was a big frustration for us in 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 tennis and in paddle that a finding a good coach and b finding a good coach that will support you like on a on a kind of longer term or a, a, I would say a more um side by side basis right you know rather than going for one lesson and then it's you know right i'll see you whenever you next book and and sometimes it might be months and we've seen some incredible transformations on our platform haven't we beginner players completely new to the game who have mm. like you said got used our shot fixer and you know the the transformation that they've been able to make by themselves using our online material using 
the interactions with us, you know, us giving them feedback on their strokes, they go out and practice them and they send their videos back in. And I've just been blown away by, by how much they managed to improve by using that online training. Well, the best, the best thing is that you, you go at your own speed. So, you know, they, the, those that are really, really keen to improve, you know, they're putting, you know, daily videos in, in our shop fixer. And it's a bit like, you know, if you're studying for something at university, if you're, if you're studying, you know, an hour a week or you're studying 10 hours a week, there's going to be a difference in how quickly you improve in whichever subject. It's the same same with paddle if you're dedicated and you really really want to improve and you're sending in videos in your evening and you're watching and learning and trying you know to to develop your technique well it's obvious that you're going to improve a lot faster so i mean that's that's where you know this is you talked about avoiding plateau but i think this is this is how you do that is is continued focus on your technique and and even if they're marginal improvements in the technique it, it it will mean that you avoid that plateau and you continue to improve yeah and getting that high quality instruction like you mentioned is is key and so we've talked about then players to avoid completely but now let's talk about those players that perhaps have already gone down that road of not getting that training in they've now hit a plateau how do you get yourself out of an improvement plateau if you're already in it and this is this is tough it's it's a bit like when we get lessons and they come on our court and they say this is my first lesson i've been playing for 3 years but this is my first lesson you know and 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 you and i immediately think okay right this is this is now a a lesson on breaking bad habits because you can't play for 3 years without a lesson and not have bad habits and so you know, immediately you watch them play, you you analyse their game, you you decide on on how you're going to, you know, develop their, their technique. And to break down a habit and to transform it into a good habit is difficult. It's difficult for the player. It's difficult for the coach. And this is what we often see with, with a lot of coaching. It's, I don't want to say lazy coaching, but the you know, they're, they're not going to do that by standing next to a basket and feeding 100 balls for that player to hit. You're not going to work on your technique or break that down. And so if you can find a coach or you yourself are willing to take that step to say, right, I know that I've been playing for three years, but I know I need to get some foundational technique improvement. I need to almost go back a step before you can go forward. Then you've got a chance at improving otherwise it's it's very difficult and not only difficult physically physically you, you know there's muscle memory and you're used to hitting the shot a certain way and but but also mentally you've got to understand that you will almost have a slight dip before you improve and if you can accept that and you can appreciate you know the time that will go into that and 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 therefore improve your game then then you you will be able to improve it and no doubt you will be able to improve it yeah it's going back to basics isn't it and if you haven't put that in place to start with like you say you almost have to go back a stage and and build that foundation again which and we've seen like you say loads of players get you know frustrated because they think you know you take them back to real basics and they think oh you know I'm I'm way better than this but if you haven't got those foundations in place if you want to keep improving at a fast rate you you just can't do it if you don't have those basics and I think as well like you said you got to commit to this long term it's it's not it's also not good enough to sort of say, oh, I'm going to go for a lesson and that's it. You know, it's, it's a 
it's a long process. You almost have to commit to, you know, a series of lessons. And like you say, be accepting that you might have to take a step back to go three steps forward. So yeah, it's it's a long term process, isn't it? I think as well, we, we work with a lot of coaches and it, it's difficult and you know, frustrating for the coach, they are noticing that their player is not improving or they've reached a plateau and they don't quite know how to get them out of it. And, and you know, I've heard lots of coaches say things like, well, you know, don't focus on your negative shots, focus on your positive shots or or try and be consistent first before you do it. If you're plateauing, it is a technical problem you you are plateauing because you are inconsistent with your shot and you are inconsistent with your shot because your technique is not to the level that is making you consistent and so um you you have to as a coach or, or player understand that that you do go back to the foundations and you go back if we we talk about technique you go back almost to the root cause of that technique so um, you know, just to give you a kind of example, and I'll try and paint this picture, even though this is audio. If 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 you've got a player and they're missing the ball into the back glass and they 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 keep missing the ball in in the same place, for example, instead of going on and saying right, well, um, hit softer or or move your racket face, you know, at the end so the ball goes in, you might say right, well, actually the racket face was in that position because they were a bit late in their take back. And so you say, right, well, you need to get your take back a bit earlier and say, right, well, actually, they are a bit late in their take back because they didn't split step. And and so then you say, right, well, OK, let's make sure they split step. And, and then you go back at another step and you say, well, they actually weren't in the ready position in order to split step. And so improving that ready position and the split step at the beginning, the root of the issue might completely fix the take back and the contact and therefore the result. And so the earlier you can go back in that technique and and fix that foundational part of the technique, it means you might not need to do all these other bits. And that's that's also, I, I suppose, uh, an area for, for coaches as well is to say, you know, if you've got a player, make sure you go back to the root. If, if you're a player on our court and you're in a plateau and I come to you and I say, right, we need to change that racket face. You need to take the racket back earlier and you need to make sure you do a split step. You need to do your ready position. Well, you're not going to remember all those things. You know, that will only confuse you. Whereas if you start at the root and work your way up, you might not even need to worry about the take back because you've covered that now with a good split step and, and a ready position. Yeah, that's a great analogy. I think as well you need buy-in from the player. And I think you talked about as a coach, but if you can get the player to understand that process, they will also buy into the process more. If you just say to a player, you know, do this without really explaining why why they would do that, then that can also lead to frustration, can't it? Because we've seen that so many times. You say, like, change this. They keep missing. Oh, you know, it's still it's still broken. But if you can explain to them, like like you just did, systematically, this is why you're doing this, you need that buy-in from the player, don't you? Otherwise, frustration will will set in. Uh, yeah, and and actually, this is this is somewhere where the online is great because what normally happens is is the players they they send us the video, whether it's a, a part of their match or their technique, and and we say right, we see what the problem is, we we understand where that is, the root of that, and then always, if you notice, all of our tips are focused on improving the root of that shot. 
Very rarely are we saying to people, oh, well, you need to hit that harder or lower or we're not so bothered about the outcome. I mean, the outcome is important, but it's it's not where we focus. We focus on the process, you know, the technique and, and the root of that. And so and that's why players get such good results when they do send their video in, you know, and, and we ask them, we say, right, you know, let's shift footwork or shift, a, you know, a foundation. And then they do that and then they come back. Oh, my God, I can't believe you fixed my top spin smash. It's it's just because no one has given them that instruction. And it's that foundational technique that that players just need to know and need to be aware of so that they can in, improve and continue to improve. The process is, I mean, that, that could be a whole new podcast, can it? But focusing on the process versus the outcome is such a big topic, isn't it? Especially mm. for players in this situation, because naturally you're always looking at the outcome thinking, you know, if, if the outcome is good, then I've done, I've done good. And if the outcome is bad, then I've, I've done bad. But it's, if you get the process right, the outcome will be positive. You know, if you can get that process in the right place, the outcome will, you know, maybe not straight away, but over time you will get the outcome that you want. Yeah, and quite often we're talking about outcome, you know, and, and I think you were talking specifically outcome of shot, but I mean outcome of the match. You know, like yeah. so often we have players, they say, right, well, I don't I don't have access to a coach or, or I don't, you know, want to do regular lessons. It's too expensive or whatever the, the reason might be. So I'm playing with my friends. How can I improve? And it's like, it's still that answer of, well, don't focus on the outcome of your match. Focus on the process of a few things that you want to improve and and if you and if you think like that you will be able to improve them and and when people focus on outcome alone it almost inevitably leads to putting pressure on yourself or or uh, you know not having the, the the performance that that you want all those players out there that are going through a plateau we've talked a lot about our platform how we've helped players get out of plateaus and avoid them themselves we are running a free trial on our platform. So any players listening that want to get out of a plateau or want to avoid them, they can check out our platform, see what we're talking about with this shot fixer for free and then see see if it's for them, can't they? Yeah, I mean, we're doing a week, a week free trial. So, you know, you, you literally could sign up and on day one put in a, a video of your shot and get feedback and and we will almost certainly reply within the day anyway i mean i don't think we've ever left a left a comment more than you know 12 hours overnight or if we're on a flight or something like that and then and you will get those tips straight away and and you've got you know 7 days to 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 put in a bunch of these different videos and and test it out and and see how it can be improved and and that's not even considering you know the the huge database of of tutorials and courses and all that other stuff that we have like go in there just post a video and and see if it's for you and if it's not then you've you know cancel on the membership within a week and and that's fine but all of the players that are using it effectively are 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 just so happy that you know they've been able to to get those tips and, and transform their game really by you know sending in a video in their evening not even having to pay for court time or pay for a coach or you, like it's it's in their time i mean that's the beauty of it is that you you know when you're available you can get those tips yeah and we've, we've helped so many so many players you know in, in this situation so yeah do go and check it out and hopefully this you know if if you're in a plateau or perhaps your partner's in a plateau and you know you want to share this with them hopefully these tips will will help you with with that topic and 
Sandy, I look forward to to the next podcast. I think we had a few ideas from this one, haven't we? Well, to talk yeah, about the next process, one. process. Like you said, is a, is a whole is a whole podcast. But yeah, I mean, as always, Tom, an absolute pleasure. And and our, our main objective really is to help players improve their game and, and develop. So if there are questions from this, please uh, don't be shy. Hit us up on on one of our socials or within our our membership community. And uh, yeah, see you on the next one. See you on the next one. <laughs>